This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Talk Sport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered, too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18-plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. And welcome back to Cottage Talk Full Time. I'm Russ Goldman. Joining me right now is Emilio Danello. Live outside of Craven Cottage and Max Cohen. This is our initial reaction show to Fulham's 1-1 draw against Middlesbrough. Opening match back in the championship. Disappointing (laughs) that they dropped two points. But as I said to Max, I think it's a little bit of an overreaction Sunday. I don't think they were crap, Emilio. I just think Mm -hmm. that, again, they did what most teams do in any league, when you get a one nil lead, you need to get that second goal or you're susceptible to what happened. So I'm going to go to you first. Give me your initial reaction to Holmes one, one draw Amelia. I think the first and most important thing is is just being back at the ground, right? It's 18 months without going to the ground, just being there in the stadium, seeing the impressive new stand really coming together now. And I'll send my friends around us. It just feels that the the pitch seems a lot bigger now. A much bigger state, you know, stand opposite from where I sit. The ground looks a lot bigger. It looks like a, you know, it's going to come like a proper Premier League, you know, advanced stadium. But overall, look, I'm not going to get disappointed. It's it's first game of the season, new manager, yep. new brand of football. There are a few few injuries that were impacting our performance today. But at the end of the day, it's, it's first game. It's one point on the board. One goal towards our minimum of nine goals in a season at home that we want to beat. That's you know, and I haven't heard any people asking for Scott Scott Parker coming back. So that's a positive for me. But it's, <laughs> What it does feel though, it was a typical Neil Warnock smash and grab. And that was that's absolutely great of me. And I, but did we do enough to get that second goal? No, probably that, not. That's that's a thing for me. Good build up play, good passing yep. at times, but we didn't test the keeper enough. And that's the thing if you don't test the keeper enough, you're not going to score, you're not going to get many chances, you're not going to score many goals. And that's where we need to be a little bit more ruthless, be a bit more clinical with our possession yep. and, and, and score more goals. But it's first game of the season, the players are still rusty, still coming together. But the expectations on that squad is very, very high. So there were no, and there should be. And I agree with you. But some key plays were missing today. So you know that 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 was that was noticeable today. 
So okay. overall, it's one point on the board. I'm not going to get too despondent, but it's what do you expect from us? Neil Warnock team, smash and grab. And, yep. you know, and, you know, we were making a few niggly mistakes. We were giving away a few cheap free kicks in the lead up to that goal. And you could argue, even though they didn't, they didn't threaten us, it just takes a moment of lack of concentration, one mistake, one goal. And it was, they just smash and grab. And, you know, they didn't deserve it, but, you know, they got, you know, they got the point on the board. So we have to move on and, and prepare ourselves for Huddersfield next week. Absolutely. Over to you, Max. I, wa- I want to get your thoughts on uh, on Emilio's thoughts to start the show. You know, again, it is a smash and grab. I'm, I'm going to put up a graphic in a little bit. I think that there's an overreaction. I think he talked about he's not going to overreact to a 1-1 draw. I'm certainly not. But um, you watched the match along with myself. How many times did we hear that Fulman only scored nine goals last season? How many times? Maybe, I don't know, a dozen? A dozen times we must have heard that during the broadcast. So I guess one goal is uh, is a positive. Listen, when you don't get that second goal, this is what happens, Max. And to Emilio's credit, did we do enough to get that second goal? Did we we had opportunities, but did they really test the goalkeeper enough? I think Emilio's right; they didn't. So if that is the downfall for that match, so be it, and that's something you can work on. But I saw a lot of good things to come out of this. That's how I'm feeling. How about you? Yeah, I think in the grand scheme of things, just to go back to a team which attacked with freedom was amazing. We haven't seen a performance. No Parker ball. Exactly, no Parker ball. And the runs in behind were so welcome. And the balls in behind as well. It was both the forward line, but also the central midfielders being more creative. It looked like Silva's attacking system will, will be something which will fit us well going forward. But you're right. It was kind of a classic championship match didn't do enough to put the game to bed. And when it's one nil, 10 minutes to go, we've seen it many times over the years, let the team back in and then heads drop. We can't go and, you know, reclaim the lead. Okay. Mitrovic though, very disappointing, you know? Yes. You would have yes. thought that it's a different situation for me. Turn the page on that terrible last season, but we haven't seen the Mitrovic that we want to see in the championship. Is he gone forever? Is something we have to ask. Like, is that player, which we loved, the cutting edge is never going to come back. Uh, I hear you. I, I hear you, Max. I want to go back over to, to uh, Emilio and Emilio, I'm going to put your line back on. Sorry about that. And I want to get your thoughts on what Max just shared. And let's talk a little bit about the style of play, because you just talked about, we don't have Parker anymore. Let's talk about the style of play. And then I want to get your thoughts on what Max said, uh, Mitro was definitely not on fire today. Mitro no. was actually, I thought, poor today. So let's talk about the style of play and then your thoughts on Mitro, because I think that's a story to come out of this. Yeah, I think overall, again, it's just obviously more positive. You know, the, you know, the first half was a bit sort of a bit harried. I thought, you know, a lot of long balls, hoofing the ball out of play. We didn't really get our rhythm together in that first half, to be honest. I thought we were very, very poor. I thought we were, you know, we... Yes, we didn't have the parkable style of football. I get that, but I think I thought sometimes we, we were a little bit too harried. And you can argue that maybe our, you know we didn't have enough depth in midfield, enough strength in midfield. Yep. We played into into Warnock's hands, in my opinion. I think the first half we were a little bit, you know, a little bit rugged, to be honest. It just wasn't our style of football. But then second half we came out a lot more bullish, a lot more positive. The defenders were pushing up onto the halfway line rather than sitting deep in their own half, and we saw a more bullish style of play. In, in That's their, right. A second half. You know, we were getting into a lot of a lot of good positions. 
Tete was getting a lot of width. You know, Robinson had another poor game. We can talk about him after. I thought Robinson was he awful did. today. But um, but overall, I thought Tete got in good positions out there, involved in the goal. And overall, I thought, you know, there is positives from the style of play. I think, you know, he he, he wasn't afraid to throw caution to the win. He had about four or five fours on towards the end, trying to get that get that second goal. But for me, it's just his first game of the season. Plays a little bit rusty. Um, they will get better. Yeah. You know, we'll probably get Harrison Reed coming back. I think we missed him, that utility player in that in that central midfield role. I totally I the agree with you. Moved, We didn't move the ball fast enough and quickly enough and on the deck enough. It was sometimes a bit hoofing here, hoofing there. You know, kicking it out of touch, you know, lobbing it over in the air. It was a bit, it was just a bit rugged, to be honest. I don't want to see much of that this season. So, yes, you know, we've, we've lost the Parker ball, but we've also lost a little bit of our smooth passing at times as well. So again, we've got to get a fine balance. I like to see us play more positively and I saw evidence yep. of that, especially second half. But equally, I don't want to compromise on just keeping ball, keeping momentum, passing it to feet. We will get better with time once we get a more balanced squad. But today, the mid central midfield looked a little bit imbalanced. Um, okay. But to Max's point about Mitrovic, it doesn't help within 20 seconds gets a yellow card. I thought a little bit harsh. To be honest, I thought it was, it was a clumsy challenge, but you, you know, just hook someone after 20 seconds. I think we the referee made a run for his own back after that. So, but there were moments in that second half he was inviting play. There was moments where he was getting the ball, holding it you know, like he does on his, on his chest, trying to invite players. But sometimes I thought he was on a different wavelength to the players around him. So we will, I think we will see a, good, a better Mitrovic. I think his first game of the season, like for all players, I'm not going to get too disappointed about his performance. I think maybe okay. it's are too high from this squad. And he, naturally, he will be the one that we focus on because a big player. Sure. Can he rebound from a poor season last year? But I think we we will see goals from this guy, and I think it's just once we get some stability, consistency, better quality of ball into the box, you will see him firing on all cylinders. Because I'm confident of that. Okay, excellent. Back over to you, Max. I want to get your thoughts on the goal. Let's what let's jump ahead. Let's talk about the goal from Harry Wilson, and we'll talk about man of the match in a little bit. But let's just talk about this goal and. It's funny because I've asked the question, is this player potentially a Premier League player? Well, he's played in the Premier League. This goal was a Premier League goal, Max. So thoughts on the goal from from Harry Wilson, and I think this is signs to come because he was lively. He gave his the defender all kinds of problems throughout the match. Your thoughts on Wilson's goal? Yeah, it was superb to have that type of player, I think, in the squad. We've missed a winger like that who can cut in effectively and, and score goals. It was a lovely um, bit of skill to, you know, nutmeg the center back and then put that past the keeper. And, you know, Cavalera's tried that in the past. Knockhart's tried it in the past. But I think Wilson's just a cut above. And that's what I said. You know, we said it in the show a couple months ago, Russ, over the summer, where we need to buy players in the championship who can stay in the Premier League. Right. Who, when we get promoted, won't just be you know pushed to the side but, and someone we can build for the future. I think Wilson's a player who fits that that perfectly. I think he was lively all match, making runs in behind. He almost scored at the end. Um, and you can see he's just someone who knows where the goal is. Had a great volley earlier that was saved uh, by the keeper. Just the technique is there. You can tell. Right. It's come up you know, through Liverpool in the U system. He's been loaned out a bunch, but I think he's a player who definitely has that, that extra quality. Okay. Over to you, Emilio. I want to get your thoughts on the goal from Harry Wilson. And uh, as I said earlier, and what, what Max just shared, mm. I think that there's a lot more to come from him. Mm. I, I, you know, I wasn't sure what to expect from him. He really impressed me. And this is overreaction Sunday, and I'll mention that in a little <laughs> bit. So maybe I'm overreacting to one performance, but I'm, I am encouraged by what I saw from Harry Wilson. 
Yeah, definitely. Very lively, you know, looking for the ball, especially in that first, you know, in that first half. I thought he, him and Josh Onema were linking quite well in that first half. I thought Josh Onema, who I'm, you know, I'm not his biggest fan, but at this level, he can do a job at this level. I thought he, when coming forward, he looked very positive. He, the look at that goal is Tete, Onema, Wilson, nice movement there. You know, the overlap was being planned. And then Wilson, you knew on his, he only had one thing on his mind. So defending, that was poor. But let's not discredit Harry Wilson for, you know, you know, good finish. And then we're going to see a lot more of him. You know, I'd like to see improvements on set pieces. I think I hear a lot about the quality of set pieces from free kicks. I think the corners need distribution needs to be a lot better from what, from what I saw today. But yep. overall, he will get better. He will. He, he is an upgrade from the players that we've got, like some Knockhart and Caballero. So uh, I think we've got lots to look forward to. We will get more goals. We'll get assists from him this season. And I think Mitrovic will thrive on that. And I think that's the key. That's why I'm, I'm yep. positive. If Mitrovic gets another strike alongside him, Muniz, which is on the verge of him signing to, for the club, I think that will add more depth up front. We'll have more quality. And I think Wilson... Um, we'll, we'll add that level of dimension and quality that we have, we've been missing the last couple of seasons. You know, okay. He's the upgrade that we're looking for. And he, again, we keep saying we want to get Premier League player, players right. to play in the Premier League. I think he's, you know, he's a, you know, a Premier League player. So therefore, more so than Reed, Cavalero, and Knockout. Therefore, you know, let's start positioning ourselves now to get the players on long-term contracts that can a get us promoted and b that keep us in that division once and for all. That's that's the objective. So. Good signing, good okay. goal, and I think we're going to see a lot of him this season. He's going to be an important player for us. Okay, excellent. All right, I'm just going to share a couple of comments. This, this one kind of stands out because I, I want to get your thoughts. And I, as I said, I, I'm calling this overreaction Sunday. Does Gary have a point? Awful performance. Mitrovic, a passenger, the two youngsters, too lightweight. Mm-hmm. Thought wouldn't be seeing Kamara this season. I agree with Gary on that. Didn't see what formation we were playing at the end. I don't think this was an awful performance i can understand the feelings of gary when you get a 1-1 draw emilio but Mm -hmm. i disagree with that this was an awful performance but he brought up a point that concerned me were we too lightweight in central midfield Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely i think awful is a bit of a strong word i disagree being awful i thought we were comfortable you know we we took the lead you know uh second half we were a lot stronger a lot more folks a lot more attack minded we had middlesbrough on the back foot I just don't think we created enough clear-cut chances to go and get, grab that second goal and kill the game off. So naturally, when you, when you, when you get smashed and grabbed, naturally you're going to feel despondent, disappointed. Yep. But for me, it's, there's 45 games still to go. New manager, give him time to settle in, find his, find his right formation. He's going to be exp- there may be a few more downs before they're going to be ups. Let's be realistic. Sure. A manager wants to find his winning formula, wants to find his technique, st- style of football. He's got players coming back from injury. So I don't, don't read too much into this game. It's the first game. Right. It, there's always going to be un- the unknowns, uncertainty, and, and clearly fans are despondent. But let's not discredit Middlesbrough. They they came and smashed and grabbed, and they got they got the point. And you could argue we played into their hands. We you know that's what you know we conceded yeah. too many sloppy free kicks. You know we especially you know, those... in the end, Emilio. The, yeah, the you know. the ending was horrible. I I, I got to give Middlesbrough credit for the ending, but yeah. I also ha- have to put some of that on us. Yeah, exactly. And the point that Gary made about the, the youngsters. Lightweight, I, I, I agree with. I thought I didn't, I didn't see enough of them. But let, again, we were crying out for them last season. Give them more yeah. chance. Let's not discredit. Don't, let's not criticize them. But this is their first full game. Yep. In, you know, in the championship, give them a give them a chance to to find their feet. So I totally agree with that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not on their backs. There's nothing to get on the backs for. You know, right. one point, with one point closer to promotion or top six, which is the minimum that we're after this season. It's let's not overreact, guys. You know, if we do that, then. Right then we've got no chance to succeed. So <laughs> we wanted to play young players to start. And now we're criticizing them not being strong enough. Can't That's have right. Both ways. right. And uh, back over to you, 
Max, to Emilio's point and also our friend that actually uh, messaged us, uh, sent a comment there. When you talk about the central midfielders being lightweight, I, I see his point, but I also think that this might not have been the best opponent for them. And that's why when I saw the starting 11, I was a little bit concerned going up against a Neil Warnock team for Francois and for Carvalho. But they're young players. They gave it their all. They didn't. They, they gave everything for Fulham today. So it's pretty hard to make a judgment on these young players. I, I'm still really high on both of them, but I understand what you're talking about if you're just talking about one match being lightweight. Your thoughts. Is this an overreaction from this match? Yeah, I mean, you've only played one match in the season. It's it's a it's the opening day, so so much longer to go. As you mentioned, you know, forty five matches to go in the league, and they haven't really had a full they've had a full preseason, but it's been shortened, you know, because of COVID, the Euros. Yep. The team doesn't know each other yet. You know, some new players fitting in. You can't expect them to be hitting their top performance. You know, first match in. That being said. I, I don't think I'm going to read into the young players because they'll only get better at time. But right. I, what I am reading into, I think, is Mitrovic. And it's it's clear from the first match of the season that he's not just going to pick up where he left off 2019-20 when he was top scorer in the league. It just looks like he's he something that's holding him back or he's not the same in the box with his movements. You know, That worries me a bit more. But again, yeah, you can't take too many conclusions from this match. No. The one thing which disappointed me, though, was that it didn't kill the game off. No, that, that, and that to and, me is what it's really about. And it seemed a bit naive because we've been here in the championship before. The players should know better that when it's 1-0, 10 minutes to go, you have to keep your your focus and you can't let Middlesbrough back in the match just like Warnock wanted. So, you know, Gary's saying that, you know, Silva got a selection wrong. I wouldn't go that far, but I would say the tactics maybe were naive in the sense that you have to see the match out and you cannot let them in even a little bit because they're really first dangerous attack. As Rusty mentioned, the only shot on target they scored. That's infuriating. It is. Uh, it is. Again, it's first match of the season. I still have a lot of optimism. Great to see supporters back at the cottage. Yeah, I, I can't be too upset today. Okay. Okay. And uh, listen, we're not going to go much longer here, but I want to go back over to you, Max, because uh, I want to get get your thoughts on Middlesbrough's equalizer. And uh, I don't know if you want to say it came out of the blue. I don't think it did. You know, to Warnock's credit, made some substitutions, they got an opportunity, and they scored. And this is what Warnock does, smash and grab for a point. Was this very poor on Fulham? I think it was. You know, there's that terrible misunderstanding on our left wing back position, two players getting each other away. It's unacceptable. And you could see as soon as, um, I think it was Tavernier, but not entirely sure, Spence, the Millsler attacker was in the box, and he just felt the nerves rise in that full and back line it looked unsettled it looked nervy and as soon as the ball just you know went, went to our right back position no one's tracking bola that has to be tosin or has to be francois but they both let him go it's unacceptable tosin tries to get over actually i think he probably makes the angle easier for bola by giving him that through the legs option guys uh Nigo doesn't even dive which is a bit disappointing there and it, to me it's a good finish but just many kind of defensive breakdowns and it was especially frustrating given it was the first shot on target. So yep. it's not like we were being battered. It just felt like the first kind of sign of adversity we felt, we just kind of wilted. Um, and we've seen that so many times over the years. You know, that's one thing I didn't yeah. miss when fans are were back in the stadium. You have the away supporters right in the putt in the end. And how many times have we seen that 80th minute, 
uh, opposing supporter goes over that little sliver and they celebrate. And I think that's the worst, one of the worst feelings of foam supporters. You know, oh, yeah. The way fans rejoice. Uh, they were quite loud today. I was going to say they were very yeah. loud. And yeah. I know that there are Borough supporters probably going to be watching this. You were annoying today. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> going to say that. You were annoying. You were, you were beyond annoying. But, but I, they offered I, nothing, I, Russ. I mean, it was, it was honestly, I hate yeah. to be a Borough fan. I hate to be any supporter who's yeah. playing on Warnock side. But they were just so anonymous for so much of the match. And then you yeah. kick into that extra gear in 10 minutes to go. And I do respect it. Yeah. But Fulham weren't good enough. He couldn't put away the match. But. Right. Right. nothing very little going for they, it at all they they have very little and let me just uh re-emphasize my my comments on, on the borough supporters they were loud and they they did themselves proud but i guess to their credit you annoyed me so 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 again they were they made a difference they got behind their team and to their credit with warnock's help they probably gave their team a, a chance to score a goal which they did so i i, I want to clarify that I found them annoying, but that's because they did their job, I guess you could say. All right, coming up next to end the show, we're going to talk about Man of the Match. I already have people messaging. There's only one person, so let's see if my co-hosts believe it is that person. Okay, guys, let's finish up the show. Over to you, Max. Man of the Match. Has to be Harry Wilson. Very well taken goal. Great finish on his debut, and he was our most dangerous attacking player the entire match. So excited to see him over the course of the season. Okay, over to you, Emilio. Who's yeah, your, who your man of the match? Yeah, if you allow me as well, just so I want to sort of call out a couple poor performances as well. But man of the match, go ahead, absolutely. I was say Harry Wilson, but I also give, want to give Tim Ream a lot of credit. I thought Tim Ream held that defense very well, experienced head. He's got the captain's armband at the moment. I actually thought he had a very, very good game. Uh, to be honest, it's disappointing that you know Tim Ream is probably either first or second man of the match of the, of the game today. And we're talking about a central defender rather than a, an offensive player. So for me, it's Harry Wilson, but I thought Tim Ream had a, a pretty solid game as well. You know, the w- ones I want to call out, Max, I think you made the point about the keeper. The keeper yep. makes me nervous. I'm disappointed that Rodak hasn't been given the number one jersey so far this okay. season. He should. I thought he could have tried harder to save that goal. Again, maybe I'm getting on the wrong side of the pitch for me, but Max, you called it out there that maybe the keeper should have done more. There was a free kick from Middlesbrough was there, that went over the bar and when they, when it was 1-1. I thought that was dipping in, but the keeper was rooted on his spot. He should have actually, again, that made me nervous. So first impression of this keeper, not particularly good. And, and I mentioned earlier, Robinson, I thought, had a shocker today. You know, didn't push I, up enough. I agree with mistakes, you. Poofing the ball out of play, lobbing it behind. I, I, he made me feel very, very nervous today. Uh, Robinson, those two plays okay. in particular, keeper and Robinson, I thought were poor. I thought we called out Mitrovic, but I thought the other two plays, you know, they the keeper in particular, is making me feel a little bit nervous. I know it's only ninety minutes I've seen him, but for the little that he had to do, his positional play at times left a lot to be desired. So I just want to call that out as well today. Okay, excellent. All right, I'm going to share a couple comments uh, before we end the show. My friend Chris has made of the match Harry Wilson. Guys, you're going to like this one. Man of the match must be Boa for getting booked. And I agree with this. I, I love this because I find Neil Warnock the most annoying manager in the past five seasons that I've seen go up against Fulham, but it's also his staff. So good for Boa for standing up for Fulham. That's all I'm, I'm, I'm going to say on that. Okay, and uh, let's see what else we got. Thought both Wilson and Reem both had a good game. That That's two Emilio's points. So, And I, I agree with that. I think it has to be Harry Wilson. I'm very encouraged by what I saw. And I'm not going to get too down 
about this 1-1 draw. And I hope fans don't either. Listen, I tweeted it out. I saw all the tweets before I came on here, and uh, it was an overreaction. So I, I said I would put myself in the overreaction category because I'm saying I'm doubling down. Fulham are going to win the league. I'm doubling down. If you're going to overreact saying Fulham are crap, I'm going to overreact again and say Fulham are going to win the league. Okay. Over to you, Emilio. Final thoughts before we go. Yeah, look, you know, we will get better. You know, new manager is going to be a bit experimental on a you know, week in, week out. Like I said, there may be a few more downs before we see ups, but it wasn't plain saving in the year we got promoted under Jukanovic. We, we, we struggled the first few months. You know, it's you know, it's inevitable. Managers want to sort of stamp their authority. There's going to be a few ups and downs, and I think that we have to get used to that. You know, but overall, I don't think we've got much to worry about. We're going to have players coming back. There's still going to be some new signings coming in. So I think let's stay more positive. It's one point on the board, one point closer to promotion. So definitely an overreaction for me. I, you know, I'm, I'm actually going to ignore what Twitter's saying because I've not been on there since. So uh, since Trust the game, me, you don't you don't want to see it. You don't want to see it. I'm saying positive, right? It's it's it's, it's first game, but you've got to give people a chance. Okay. Authority, new league, new manager, new style of play. Things take time. Okay. All right. Max, over to you. Final thoughts before we go. Yeah, just honestly delighted to have football back. Delighted to have Fulham playing again on the weekend. And, you know, at the start of any championship season, it's, you know, intoxicating the prospect of going to any match thinking you can win. And that's such such a departure from how we were last season in the Premier League, just playing so cautiously, hanging on for dear life in many matches setting up not to lose, here we can express ourselves. And we saw fits of that today. It wasn't consistent. I think we saw the glimpses of a team that can really be entertaining. Um, and that can, you know, give us something to smile about for the next, you know, six or so months. So just exciting at the prospect of Silva really getting his game plan out there, getting the players, you know, integrated into a style of play and scoring goals at home again. So it'll <laughs> be nice. Okay. All right. And my final thoughts are going to involve someone that tweeted, and I'm going to mention this, and you've not seen, I don't think you've seen this yet, Emilio. You will hear about this. It's the return of Tony Khan. He return, He returns to Twitter and tweets after the match. And I'm going to say this. These are my final thoughts. Tony, get off of Twitter. Tony, get off of Twitter. Stop tweeting about foam. You're just setting yourself up, the club up. Just get off of Twitter. Positively or negatively, get off of Twitter. You know, I understand why you tweet about the other things. Don't tweet about Fulham. Please stop. Just stop. Someone get his phone. Stop him tweeting. That, that's Those are going to be my thoughts. You guys know how I feel about that. He needs to stop tweeting about Fulham. It just doesn't do anyone good when he tweets about Fulham. So those are going to be my final thoughts. Okay. Great show, guys. Great show. Like I said, I'm not too bummed about the 1-1 draw. I know fans are probably disappointed, but uh, I'm actually very encouraged. It's overreaction Sunday. I guess I'm I'm a little (laughs) bit encouraged, but we're going to wrap this up. For Emilio Donello, who's outside of Craven Cottage, and Max Cohen, I'm Russ Coleman. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute, and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. 
Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.